welcome to my little pony talk. We are having a special show today, and I am the host of that show for today, Nikki Sukinoko. Yay! And today is a very special day because we are doing another customizer interview, backed by popular demand. Uh, So I want to welcome to the show our customizer for this interview, Lindsay Sunshine Bach. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you for, for agreeing to come on the show on such short notice. Oh, well, thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. I am, too. I'm. This is 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 going to be a very exciting show, I'm sure. Um, this is, I think, the first time that we have had someone on the show who doesn't just customize um, official My Little Pony, but also customizes Fakie. So yep, that. Mhm. That is correct. I do. <laughs> All right, so to uh, get the show rolling, oh, and we have some, I wanted to let you know we have a couple people in our chat room who are listening in. We have Lady Pinwheel and Samantha Duza, otherwise known as SD Dream Crystal. Samantha is one of our regulars in the chat rooms, and uh, Lady Pinwheel is, is new to me. Hello there, everyone. Hey, guys. All right, so um, to start things off, uh, where is the best place to view your artwork? Um, Probably on my Facebook. I have a Facebook page just for my rehairs. It's just called Sunshine's Customs and Rehairs. And I used to be posting a lot more on the arena, but that would be my first choice. (laughs) Well, usually a, a Facebook page or a DeviantArt is, is a little bit easier to access than go, going through old arena posts. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's on your page. I love the cover on your page. <laughs> I know. Retro art, right? It's the best. <laughs> yes. They just don't draw them like that anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go into your photos and see if there's an album. Well, there's several albums. So I guess let me just start with uh, when did you first join the the My Little Pony community? Well, um, officially probably only in about 2010, before that, I, I've collected for about 20 years, but I was kind of, you know, rogue before I knew about the arena and the trading post. So probably about 20, 2010 was when I really got in there. <laughs> yep, I got in just a little before that. But, yeah, it seems like 2009 and 2010 were, were, were kind of boom years for... Yeah. For joining. 
All right. Um, so when you first joined the community, um, did you start customizing right away or did you just kind of collect at first? Yeah, I think definitely I started just collecting. I it was I got my collection back into my house from from my parents' house in 2010, so I finally got to kind of see it again, and it really was like, oh well, I need to I need to finish this up, <laughs> and so that's what made me join the community. But I had liked customs. I had always I had always looked at customs even way back when I first started collecting. There were of course there were people making customs back then too, and I always I loved it, and I always wanted to make them. I just I didn't really start until probably only about a year ago, really. And what was the very first custom that you ever did? Do you remember? Um, I have most of my first customs just because, well, quality is probably not that great, but also because they're sentimental. The first pony I made was a Dutch star pony, which I made out of a, a white G3, and it was the first pony that I rehaired, you know, profe- you know, using real dolly hair and painted the symbol and that was my first one. And is that pictured in any of your albums on your Facebook page? She might be way back, way, way in the early post, but I have had her for so long. I'm I have had my computer wiped so many times between then and now because of <laughs> because of issues that I'm not sure. All right. Well, and like when you first when you first did that very first custom, like did, did you think to yourself like were you confident going forward or like were you talking to yourself the whole time going what am I doing? Definitely, definitely was questioning myself. I asked a lot of questions on the arena when I first started customizing you know, very, very rudimentary questions, you know, even things like, well, I mean, they're not rudimentary. People want to know what kind of paint do you use or what do you seal them with? And I, I bugged people in the arena a lot to get to get information. And I probably hung on to them because I really wasn't super confident, but everyone kept telling me practice makes perfect. So don't don't give up even if you hate your first custom. That is true. Those first couple customs, I think, are always pretty, pretty hairy for any of <laughs> us who have done it. Exactly, and and then you you learn you learn what not to do is really I think the best thing that you learn from from making customs. You go, well, that didn't work. You can kind of go from there. Did you think it was? Did you like how you did it, or, or, or were you unsure about whether or not you liked how you how it turned out? If you remember, um, well, I mean, I was excited that I was able to conquer rehairing, and that was a big that was like a big deal for me. You know, I was very like nervous, I guess, about rehairing. I didn't want to didn't want to mess it up. And so I was pretty happy when I was able to get her all rehaired and you know, I didn't really know I didn't 
it's still uncut. I never cut it. You know, I never styled it. She's still, <laughs> she is what she is, but she is in the front of my custom shelf, so I guess I do, I do like her. <laughs> Well, that's it's good to, to 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 share. Kind of, I like I like it when people share their feelings on their first customs because it seems like a lot of people who start customizing spend a lot of time being mean to themselves about it. Oh yeah, you know, questioning whether or not they're any good. Absolutely. How long did it take you before you started feeling more comfortable with it? Um, well, I I kind of I made the custom and then I kind of went more in the direction of making rehairs, alternate rehairs, more than customs for for quite a while. And I kind of started to really do a lot of those and and I'm not really sure one day, you know, I get some bait ponies that aren't really rehairable and you know, sometimes you just look at them and you, you want to try something. So, you know, it was probably, it was a while before I really got into making the customs that I felt confident enough to, to sell, I guess. Yeah, you do have a lot of really beautiful alternate rehairs on your Facebook page. And I'm going to put a link to that page in our chat room here. Not to your... My computer's running a little slow today. So, bear with me here. I know how that goes. I just got my computer back from the repair shop again. (laughs) All right. So now in our chat room, we have Meerkat and again Samantha. And Meerkat just asked for that link, too. So I just put that link and uh, Samantha says yes um, she's she's mean with herself and her customs too I think it must be the artistic temperament I agree I just think you know when you look at it for so long and you've been staring at it and working at it of course you're going to see the things that you think are are wrong with it or you're going to say well that doesn't look perfect and sometimes you just have to step back and say I make art. I don't make factory factory items. <laughs> That's true. Now, have you ever had someone try to tell you that you should sell your customs cheaper because the factory items are cheap? Um, I actually haven't run into too much uh, price issues um, as far as customs go with people asking me to, to do them cheaper. Um I, I think a lot of people do respect the the, art, the process of making custom, how long it takes to, to paint a body so that it looks, you know, smooth or to get hair in and paint little symbols and eyes. And I think people do respect respect that in, in paying a little bit more than, you know, they would for, like, the factory counterpart to a Hasbro-inspired custom. Well, that's good. It seems it seems like you know there. I, I I've heard a lot of horror stories about about people 
saying, giving them to old, well, at Walmart, they're this much price. And I, I've definitely heard people say that, too, and I, I'm i not, you know, I can't speak for the people who are saying that to them. I just wonder, I just think that those people must not really, maybe they haven't ever tried to paint, <laughs> to paint a pony and make sure that its color is all even all over the place because, you know, it all takes time and, of course, it takes some, some level of skill, which, you know, you can build over time. Yeah, it does. It It, it is... It's one of those things I think that if you're doing it right, no one can tell. They can only right. tell if you're, you know, if if it is chunky and 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 you know big drips and stuff, they can see that. But but if you're doing it right and with skill, people don't readily notice it because you did it well. And that you know, and it's there are still customs that, you know, that I make that I say, you know, I could have done that one better, you know, but to improvement, so. And now, so when did you start um, deciding to also customize fakies as well as regular ponies? I think the first fakie I customized was a little fakey like carousel baby and I I painted it to look like a baby uh tassel um to match to match her and you know then as we created the this phony group, you know, the fakies or phonies um online on Facebook, more and more different types of fakies kind of were brought to my attention and there are so many that are made with the Hasbro mold that I like I love to use them because they come in all kinds of colors and they're usually very inexpensive, but also because there are a lot of other shapes that you can customize, such as like the the Topsies with their cute little squinty eyes, or you know the Cabbage Patch Ponies. It's kind of oh, I love Cabbage Patch Ponies. I know they're so cute with their cheeks. <laughs> yes, I call them hippo horses, and I know some people oh, yeah. think I'm crazy. But I, I I I love the I love I love my hippo horses. They are they are so cute. But you know it's like a whole it's a like a sister realm. You know kind of expands what you can do with My Little Pony. And you know I even sometimes want to paint model horses to look fantasy like My Little Pony. It's just kind of it's kind of nice to be able to expand out of the the typical molds, I guess. Customizing fakies did. Were people receptive to it, or did people try to tell you, "Hey, people don't like fakies"? Or, well, I think the first fakies that I like put out there to see if anyone would want to adopt them were some re like Remco little cute little Remco rehairs with with big poofy hair, and I wasn't really sure if they would if they would sell. I mean, you never really know fakies sometimes are unwanted and sometimes they're very sought after. So I did end up putting them on Etsy for for cheap. I mean, for you know, I did, wasn't asking My Little Pony prices, but they found homes and it kind of inspired me to say, well, you know, there are more people out there that love certain other fakies. You know, there are people that love Remco's and love Cabbage Patch Ponies and, you know, why not, why exclude them? You know, why not use 
why not use fakies and make them beautiful? I don't know. <laughs> make them My Little Pony-ish, I guess, is really focus. <laughs> Well, I think I have seen some really great um, fakies. I'm trying to find some in your photos. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure if I have have the carousel baby in there. I know I have her. Still, I still own that one too. So. I didn't see any in the alternate rehairs. Let me try the custom ponies album. Hmm, I'm trying to think if they were uploaded into into there. It doesn't look like they're there. Maybe I'll just scroll down the the photos without looking at the albums directly. Oh, I, it looks like you did um, one recently of, of that Pegasus from Friendship is Magic that has the little tiny wings. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what his name is. Hmm. Um, I'm not even looking at anything right now, so... I actually have a little tiny mini. I did a couple mini fakies. I did there's. I did a couple Christmas um, fakies that that a friend of mine took home. I think they might be in there. The Dollar General newborns, and they were like snowflake. Oh and yeah. I see. So some gingerbread ones. Yeah, maybe? gingerbread. That was that was the one. And some really great, like, briars, it looks like. Or I did, I did one. Yeah, I did one um, Grand Champion. Now, was it hard to do a Grand Champion? Because they kind of intimidate me, being so different yeah. from regular My Little Pony. <laughs> it, because I really only use the techniques that I use on ponies, which is basically, you know, acrylic paint and paintbrushes. And I guess I'm not really a finesse of painting model horses, but um, pastels, I guess, are really sort of the the big thing to get shading and all that wonderful stuff that they have on them. So the painting actually went really well on the Grand Champion. It was the, the full body repaint was super quick, um, but detail work, would have to be the thing that I would have to improve on next time. <laughs> well, so far they look pretty cute. Oh, and looks like you uh, rehaired a Dream Beauty. Turned out really, really well. How do you how do you go? You should do a tutorial about how to rehair Dream Beauties and Barbie horses and Grand Champions. There is actually um, a, one of our arena members. Her arena name is uh, Wings of Masquerade. She is actually the one who taught me how to work with model horses, and I think she actually does have a tutorial out there on how to, 
to work with them. She she is actually like my sensei for rehairing. She's the one that that taught me <laughs> that taught me what I know. Let's see. Well, it looks like looks like there's a site called the My Little Pony Preservation Project that may have some stuff by Wings of Masquerade. That might be where her tutorial is. I'm not sure, but she, yeah, she was the one that basically told me how to how to deal with with horses. But Grand Champions, I've learned, and I did not do them this way. You, I learned that you can split them straight in half and take them apart and glue them back together, and that's how a lot of people rehair those. I I did not do that. That that kind of intimidates me. <laughs> Breaking a horse in half. Oh, Meerkat in the um, in the chat room says that the lanyard you did was of bulk biceps. Oh yeah, yes, I did a, I did a, I did one for um, Irene's little little girl who was a big fan of bulk biceps, and uh, we we picked a uh, kind of we call them beefy body lanards or bulky lanards, and they're kind of muscular, and it seemed like he'd be a perfect. It was a perfect fit for for the character of bulk biceps without being quite as intimidating as the cartoon character. I think he he made an excellent custom. In the lanyard style. It's very cute. Oh, and I wanted to let you know that our other co-host is now online with us. I'd like to welcome Summer Blade. Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. I just got back from the flea market, and we picked up a whole bunch of neat stuff, so. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, mostly comic books, so the boyfriend's sorting through that right now. (laughs) Yeah, my husband's trying to sell off his comics. You know, 20 years of collecting and we no longer have room. Well, yep. There's come a time when you have to thin down the collection a little bit. All right, so I was was, uh, just... uh, we were just talking with our special guest customizer, Lindsay Sunshine Bach, and her um, her her photos for her ponies are all on Facebook.com under Sunshine MLP Projects. Okay, let me see if I can find that real quick then. Yeah, we have some people in the chat room, although it looks like one is going to bed now. I guess it's pretty <laughs> late where they are. Meerkat says good night to everybody. Good night. <laughs> Either that or she's saying good night as in hello. It's so hard <laughs> to tell when you're when you're reading something that's typed out with with very little context. 
<laughs> that is way true. <laughs> Okay, MLP, what was it, MLP Project? Yes. Yep, Sunshine, Sunshine MLP, MLP Project. Project. All righty, well, you keep talking and I will look for the picture. Well, look for the pictures on the phone. Hopefully it will come up soon. Yeah, we were talking about how she did a really great custom with a lanyard fakey of bulk biceps from Friendship is Magic. Oh, cool. Yeah, I imagine he would be hard to do unless you get one of the fakies that's kind of bulgy looking. Yeah, I don't really think any of the, the true My Little Ponies embody him. <laughs> yeah. But it did turn out very cute. Well, thanks. I actually am am working on another (laughs) currently. Oh, nice. Also a lanyard? Yep, same same mold. Going to try and do a little bit different wings since, you know, in the cartoon you've got the baby wings that stand up. (laughs) Yes. Now, it looks like at some point you did a steampunk pony in the baby ember ember mold. Right. Yeah, that was a really early pony of mine that got her face chewed off by my dog. (laughs) Oh. And and the first thing I thought that I was going to do with her was make her look like Rainbow Dash from the, the new cartoon, and so I tried to mold sort of a cartoony face, and at that time I actually didn't know how to, to repaint bodies, and I totally fudged that body. <laughs> and I think I used, I used a really bad airbrush, you know, the ones that you'd like hook up to the cans of compressed air, <laughs> and some model oh, paint, yeah. which is, I don't, what is model paint? Enamel. So, uh, yeah, she was really bad, <laughs> and uh, what else can you do with a pony like that except load her up with some, some <laughs> doohickeys and thingamabobs, <laughs> and, well, and, know, now she, and now my mother owns her, so, you know, somebody loves her. <laughs> I like her. I think she looks really cool, and, you know, the steampunk pony I did many, many moons ago, was I also used enamel. Really? Because I could not find a decent um, copper-colored paint. Hmm. And it failed in the best possible way. Well, that's, it a, good, really that's did. a good way to put it, though. That's good. Yes. It, uh, I was trying to make the pony look old and weathered, you know, like like oxidized and stuff, and it turned out right. that on, on the pony, I don't know if you had this happen with the enamel you used, but I was using testers, Yeah, like for mm-hmm. model cars. Mm-hmm. And um, it it when it dried, it didn't actually adhere to the pony, so you could move the paint around. 
sure. after it dried. And so I managed to get, like, I could move it and, like, make wrinkles and, and dings so that it looked like metal that had been banged up. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, I remember it being, it, yeah, like you said, it didn't quite adhere to the pony. It was kind of movable. Yeah, it just I kind think, of floated there on top of the pony. Yeah, I actually just worked on a, a pony that was, was sent to me from a friend of mine, and it was um, full body repainted using um, Krylon glitter spray paint. And then it was, I don't oh, know if goodness. it was sealed. I don't know if it was sealed over top of it, but it was interesting. I mean, I, I had to paint. She asked me to put the hair in and give it eyes and a symbol. I mean, but you could see that same thing sort of happen with, with that Krylon. There was there was some sort of smooshing of it on one yeah. side. And if it if it wasn't for that, I mean, to be honest, that, that repaint looked really cool, but I wish there was a way to get that sort of fluidity in the paint without it actually being fluid enough to move. Yeah, but I mean, you know, sometimes those weird things can really, you know, work out. And, and I'm looking at this pony, and I think it looks awesome. She was, she weighs a ton <laughs> because of her hair. And that actually was made also probably prior, yeah, that was definitely prior to when I was, sort of in, in the rehairing mode. I I didn't so I, I every single piece of that hair is like hand rolled and laid out and mm. I I used I didn't know I didn't know anything about paint. I ordered or I mean clay, I ordered some epoxy sculpt online because that's what everyone said to use and looking back on it now I used probably like half half the tub on on that girl and you know, of course, now I, I regret it just a little bit because, you know, I, I need some more <laughs> epoxy sculpts, but... Yeah, and I, I also need to reorder. I just, you know... <laughs> it gets to be that time, and it just you kind of put it off for a while and see what you can do without it. <laughs> uh, Meerkat is uh, is in Spain. She's joining us from oh. Spain. And she says, she says it's meant as a, a good night, as in... Like a hello, not a goodbye. So ah. she says, even though it's like two thirty a.m. there. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> I bet it's nice over in Spain right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm still trying to get the page to load. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, but, nope, yeah, I, I, I love how much epoxy sculpt hair you gave this little pony, though. I think that's great. She has a big, a big do. <laughs> but a steampunk pony, to me, I think should have something very ostentatious about it. Why not the hair? It would be pretty cool to go back now and make her like a mom or something, you know, because I know, I, I know a lot more stuff than I did now, but I almost wonder if I could make one like that again since I haven't in so long. Oh, sure. 
you could even get like another shy pose. Oh yeah, and and my baby is full of them. I feel bad for for the shy pose ponies. They're so often baited. I have a whole. I don't know if they just get overplayed with or. Well, poor poor like Sundance, you know, and confetti, <laughs> all the white the white ones, you know, they don't make it. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole half a shelf of shy pose customs that are just, you know. Like you said, they get baited a lot. <laughs> but they make really nice customs. I think the pose is adorable. I think they're so adorable. It, it 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 is I think another one of those iconic My Little Pony poses, the shy pose and the collector's pose. You know, you see that pose and automatically oh, You got Applejack, you know, she's still an icon. Oh, that's she's in true. that pose. She's like a perfect poster child. Gosh, I just love all these custom rehairs. I love oh, this dark you. rainbow dash you did. Oh yeah, she was she was a uh, I I kind of did some G4 customs early on, right away. They were they're so plentiful, you know. You can pick one up anywhere for five bucks or less. And That's uh, true. then I realized how obnoxious their their heads, their neck plugs, and their heads were. And I kind of I'm I'm doing a couple more recently G4s again because I've had some in my bin for a while that really need some love, but. I I can't I can't downplay the ease of of doing a G1 custom and having that nice giant neck plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot easier to get inside and pull everything out. Whereas with the G4s, you've got that tiny narrow space, and they're so hard. Their bodies are so hard. It's you know you put that little tiny tail in there and it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's. The, and the tail, I will never get past the tail being in the wrong spot on the G4s. Yeah, they're too low. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're way low. They're like, in you know, in the middle of the, the back of them. <laughs> but your G1s and G3s, you know, they're, they're, they're probably my favorite, just for ease of, <laughs> of use. Well, especially the G3s because they've got the ones that have the turning heads where they just pop right off. That's every customizer's dream right there. Oh, yeah. Pony that you don't have to fight with <laughs> is really what it comes that's down what, to. Yeah, that, well, that's why I love the, 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 the fakies, why I love customizing oh, yeah. fakies, is they are usually so easy to get the hair out. So easy to get the head off of. I mean, a I lot of times the a, tail is awful, so you can just take an exacto knife to it to make a proper tail hole. 
Oh, yeah, they're rooted in the circle, and you can just pop that out. and Yeah, they're usually really nice to work with. I like the, G, the G3 the fakies, you know, that are they're, they're really soft-bodied, and they even make the miniature ones. I think they sold them at the dollar store, but, like, I've turned one of those little mini- miniature G3s into a, into a love melody, you know, just giving it some hearts and ribbons on it and, and some new hair, but it still it still looks like a little baby G three. It's kind of kind of adorable. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the fakies that I find at the dollar store are usually a G, uh, uh, like a Hasbro mold style anyway. Yeah, they just came out those new snap together G fours that that are showing up in the dollar stores now. Those are those are pretty interesting. Oh, sure. oh well, yeah. I, have I you ever tried to customize one of those? No, oh, I can. haven't because you know. Well, the only thing about them that really throws me off is that they're stamped like their their maker's mark is stamped on their non-display side. <laughs> like it's not yeah. a it's not a you can't remove it. Well, you can sand it off. That's true. That's true. I, I, but they're you just pop them apart and you can take out their little manes and their little tails. They're maybe pretty easy to do a switch around. Well, you know Samantha, in who's in our chat room that, right now, she did a really great um, one of those snap together ponies for Christmas. She did turned one into a rocking horse. It was the most. I, I remember thing. that. That was amazing. I loved that rock well, horse. That was ingenious. And you know, recently, um, I bought one of those snap together ponies for one of my neighbor's kids because she wants to learn to customize ponies. But she's eight. Aw. So I thought I'd start her off by getting her. Oh, we made Samantha blush. <laughs> well, I thought I'd start by getting the neighbor girl, you know, one of the snap-together kind, just so she could get a feel for taking apart things and putting them together. And Yeah, and that's pretty a good cheap. idea. I have plans to customize the, the ever-popular concerned fakies and... Most people have, oh. have orange oh, one into Applejack, cute. but so I'm not going to be super original, those. but <laughs> and I I found where you can order them, and I really wanted to order them, but I promised my husband I wouldn't buy any more baits until I worked through the 300 baits I already have. My goodness, that is a ton. <laughs> but I feel that way too. I sometimes I'm wondering why. I keep getting boxes of baits in the mail, and I just dump them in a pile, and the pile just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, because that's how craft projects work. You just pour the materials until you feel like doing something. That's right. You never know when you're going to need, you know, that specific random bait. <laughs> and it does come up, you know. I like to have backups of, you know, boys or sitting ponies or horses, you know, just in case, just in case someone says, hey, can you make this for me? I want to be like, yeah. <laughs> well, 
I, I see you've done a, a custom rehair of Banana Surprise. I have, yes. I love that because aren't the, uh, the ice cream ponies are so that they're just begging to be rehaired. Yes, they were the sort of re-hair. a hair letdown because they're yeah. pretty cool, and I love the way they smell. Like I love Coco Berry, even though she's like a pudgy sky flyer pose. <laughs> I still <laughs> love her, but you know she. I have seen so many awesome rehairs of like Coco Berry or Swirly Whirly. You now it's just, yeah, they're begging for it. Like you said, they're begging to be rehaired. Yep, I did one of uh, of of Banana Surprise, and I've got one that I'm planning to do of uh, Mint. What the, the Pegasus? Oh, Peppermint Crunch. Yeah, peppermint crunch and one of um of of the sherbet pony. Oh yeah. I'm actually working on another banana surprise right now, but I'm gonna I'm her symbol was all totally rubbed off, so I'm trying to repaint it. I'm trying to figure out what what part of that symbol is banana and what part of that symbol is whipped cream and ice cream before I paint it. Uh, when when I repainted the symbol on on the banana surprise, I did because the like I I, th- I think the three D symbols have a tendency to to lose their paint. Mhm. But <laughs> but the it looked like there was a like a banana slit with a cherry on top, but the cherry was yellow, and that made me a little right. insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so like really. I, I had, yeah. So I had to repaint it. Yeah, that. And that gave, I'm red. looking at one right now, and like, I don't know. They just they made the banana yellow, the hearts on the bowl yellow, and the cherry yellow. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, well, I found Paige, and I'm just. I love all these rehairs you've done, especially oh, the wango. Yeah. Thank you. I love the rainbow tropical breeze. Oh um, yeah, she was she was done for a friend who was moving and she had to I think she was like the only pony that she could take with her at the time. And it was her childhood pony. She requested she requested it like that and I thought it it I love those colors. She picked them out. I usually, you know, I'm usually just the the person that puts the hair in when I get a request. <laughs> Well, I, I think the colors worked out really well. I, I think you did a great job on that. Well, thanks. Yeah, she. I, I like, you know, I love rainbow, so can't really go wrong usually I, with a rainbow. <laughs> unless you're Hasbro, who can never see, who hasn't been able to get it right since, like, 1989. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, oh, and no, these moon dancer just... rehairs. Ah, oh, I'm loving the moon dancer rehairs. The was it the reverse moon dancer? Well, the reverse moon dancer is really cool too. But I see this one that has like stripes. There's like 
you know, her kind of purpley red color, and then it looks like silver and purpley red. And oh, like yeah, silver. that's right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, oh, I, I love a good Moon Dancer custom. She comes up a lot in the bait bin, too, sadly. <laughs> Poor Moon Dancer. Yeah, that's true, she does. I don't think people really appreciate the walking pose as, as much as they like the gusty pose. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, my favorite unicorn is the, the proud unicorn skyflyer pose, but I love, like, the walking Italian windy and the walking Italian moon dancer and, and sundance, or, I'm sorry, sunbeam. Like yeah, all of those yeah. I definitely think they're kind of overlooked in in the long run. And you know, I still when I make customs out of those molds, sometimes you know, a lot of times those are the ones that hang around. Unfortunately, and I don't know if it's a mold <laughs> issue or what. I but I do think fair, it's just the the fact that Moon Dancer and and the walking pose are just kind of underappreciated. I in have general. one who's who's beheaded right now, and I will say that without a head, the body kind of looks like an elephant. <laughs> I mean, Hasbro didn't do the best proportions on them, um, for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah, some of the later unicorns, like um, Ribbon and Sparkler... You know, um, definitely had a more elegant form to them. Yeah, they're Gust, like Gusty is so popular. You know, she's always popular. Yeah, it's hard to get a hold. It's hard to get a hold of a Gusty bait. Like they never show up in bait lots. Even the so softs, I've had. I have one right now that I deflocked, and she's, I'm, she's a bait. It's, I'm going to give her different hair, but it took me forever to find even a gr- a grungy, grungy so soft. And usually, you know, you can find a grungy so soft in almost any lot. <laughs> yeah, well, especially a white one. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, how many times is there like a grungy Sundance or Truly? Yeah, uh, it's it seems like there's there's always a grungy so soft, but it's never gusty. Yeah, I have I'm deep locking four or five right now, and two of them are lofty, and two of them are hippity hop, and I currently have like a third hippity hop getting cleaned, and it's like. Really hippity hop of all, of all the shows off. <laughs> You're the one that's gonna plague me. <laughs> it looks like you deflocked a uh, a paradise. Yes. At one yes, point, I did. and rehaired her with green and yellow, and that is just gorgeous. Like I cannot believe that and I have so opted for for pink. Yeah, they uh, 
they missed out. I've actually been searching for another paradise so I could do that again. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, uh, everyone that I've gotten lately has wonderful flocking. So <laughs> they'll all be remaining flocked and original. <laughs> I like some of these perfume puffs you have, especially this lemon drop I'm looking at the that's got purple and yellow hair. Oh, yeah. I've made her for a swap, I believe. Oh, and he's got another uh, steampunk pony. What do you uh, use for perfume puff hair? I'm sorry, what? For, oh, yarn, actually. Bulky just bulky acrylic yarn and then just brush it out with like a I use like a dog a dog brush <laughs> I don't hmm. use it on my dogs but I use it for yarn and um yeah that's all I I know you can use mohair because I own a few customs from other people using using mohair and that poofs out too but I've never tried that so I can't I have no just idea how you easy do. or hard it is just whatever you do, do not do wool rolling. Does it fall apart or? Yeah, because like you get it and it looks like it's, you know, big long, a big long skein of of like yarn, but it's not, not really. It's all these right. short little pieces of hair that are sticking together by virtue of the fact that they're all like staticky and frizzy. Oh gosh. <laughs> and you try and separate out you know enough to to make a plug and that's hard enough and then when you try and pull it through it's impossible to pull it through without it falling apart so then you have to use it, at least if you're using needle and thread or needle and wire. You right. really have to use a a a rehair tool and even mm-hmm. then it's really difficult to get it to behave. <laughs> I did one recently for uh, Pandora, who um, hopes she can join us at some point tonight, but can't make any promises. Yeah, I have never tried anything, but... <clears throat> and someone told me early on, I think it was um, Kelsey Collier, the <clears throat> the per- perfume puff queen, uh, she was like, stay... She said, stay away from wool blends if you if you can and go more for acrylic cause, and I think it's for that same exact reason it's like the wool is not really spun together in strands it's just kind of it's, it's an illusion <laughs> but yeah I, I think your perfume puffs are really they look really fantastic and really like perfume puffs thanks I, I love I love doing yarn hair, especially on like I think my favorite thing to do yarn hair on is like the the collector pose ponies because sometimes they just look so sad and I feel like they just definitely could use a big do. <laughs> you know, I think one of my favorite customs you've done though. Oh, I just I just found the the, the cocoa berry. You did. Oh, with the lips. You gave her lips. <laughs> yes, I did. She had but, some. She had some chew marks. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But actually, my favorite one that you did is the the pony that comes after the cocoa berry when you're just scrolling down the list of photos. It It's a tan firefly pose with golden brown hair and a little teddy bear. Oh, yeah. That was a, an original custom that I did for um, Jade. And that was her. That's her, you know, OC. And she wanted she wanted something, you know, that was sort of natural hair and brushed out ringlets. And I'm actually always way more nervous when I have to paint or make, like, an original custom, you know, because there's no... There's no standard to measure up to. Like, when I'm making a Hasbro custom, I can look at the the Hasbro pony that I'm making a baby for or a mom for, and I can look right at it and be like, okay, if it looks like that, good. But for those, yeah, it was kind of a nerve-wracking pony. I probably asked her 500,000 questions about what she wanted (laughs) just to make sure that it turned out the way she envisioned it. Well, that that is the scariest part about doing a commission that is not a Hasbro-inspired, but at least she seemed to know what she wanted. Yeah, and that is so helpful. That is always helpful. It really is. Sometimes when it's loosey-goosey, sometimes, like I've had, you know, I've had people send me stuff and say, well, show me what hair colors you think would look good, and, you know, I'll lay out what I like, and then, you know, we'll get somewhere and they'll be like, well, what about this whole set of opposite colors? And, you know, I wouldn't have even thought about it. So sometimes it's hard to get, people don't know what they want all the time. (laughs) But it's nice when they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it gets hard, like, if you have someone that, like, that they're so excited about the prospect of ordering a custom that, like, they can't stop trying to add to it. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've ever had that. The person who sends an email go, oh, oh, I know you already bought everything, but can we add rhinestones and pearls, little, little half pearls, <laughs> and have it not ex- cost any extra? Right. <laughs> I know we decided we were going to do tangerine orange, but now I'm thinking I'd like a Satsuma orange. Can we do that? Don't you love the moment where you have to strip the FBR off of the pony completely because not that shade that they wanted? <laughs> That's yes. like my Painting. biggest, you know, moment of like frustration is when, you know, you're you're done, almost done with that full body repaint and something comes up and they're like, actually, can it look more like this color instead of that color? And you're just like, okay. <laughs> Or, or like, I want it the exact same yellow as this Dutch pony that you don't right. know. Yeah. And that's the thing for me, like, when I'm making ponies that I don't own, you know, that's, like, I just recently made a um, an alternate pose buttons, but it was the non-so-soft, or, I mean, it was the UK version of buttons, so the one with all the buttons and the stars, and I don't own her. So I only own a deflocked button, so I hope they're the same body color because that's <laughs> the color I made her. Yeah, it's and I don't think people realize how how 
hard a customizer has to work to match, first of all, to match the paint color exactly. It is way hard. Oh, yeah. At least it is for me. Oh, me too. And I'm, you know, I have a hundred different colors of paint, and I still am ending up mixing paint just to match certain things. And then, you know, and then you have to feel your pony. And sometimes that changes the color, you know, and you can't always... Oh, I've had that happen to me. You know, everything maybe gets a little bit darker or a little bit brighter, and it's kind of like you can't compensate for that change because you can't... It doesn't always happen. You know, I have this certain color of teal that I I love. It's like the color of, of, of minty or, you know, and... It's a great it's a great paint color, but when when I feel it, it gets like three times darker than you know. It's like the color of Lyra when I paint it, and then it's the color of like you know medley when I'm done, and it's kind of like okay, what do I do? You know, what do I do here? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then and and you have to absolutely make enough of it. Like you may have to make more than enough because if you run out. Oh yeah, you can't. You can never like mix the same exact mixture unless you're unless. I mean, maybe some people are much more precise than I do, but I, you know, I eyeball it. <laughs> yes, I do too. No. I, I am. I am an eyeballer, even when I cook. And luckily, oh, I am yeah. a really talented <laughs> cook. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I am, I am not the whole precise measuring person. Oh yeah. Well I mean just like just like customizing, cooking is also an art. So you've gotta have some some finesse and just eyeballing it. <laughs> like I okay, I so- eyeball all my symbols, like when I paint them. Like I'm not I know some people, you know, like to draw them out, you know, and especially for more elaborate, you know, non Hasbro based symbols, like a, that makes a lot more sense. But like you know, I just kind of eyeball. I just kind of look at, usually get my model pony on, and I just kind of eyeball it, you know, and if it doesn't look good, then I'll start over. <laughs> well, I'm looking at this baby Wendy you did, baby unicorn Wendy. And she is such a perfect match to the mom. Like, I am in awe. She was tough, too, that, you know, I mean, I asked, I just, I would ask random pony people as I was making her, I'd be like, what color do you think Wendy is? Is she lavender or is she gray or is she gray lavender? You know, and I did end up mixing. Yeah, and that's what I ended up mixing together to to make it was gray lavender because, you know, she is kind of a weird color. You know, some of them, that's what I I learned when, you know, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go paint Cherry's Jubilee, you know, that's a paint color that I probably don't actually have and I'll probably have to mix up. And it's kind of unique from, you know, every, it's not really the same color as peachy or parasol or, you know, and it's like oh, yeah. I have all these little jars of mixed paint <laughs> that I don't know how long to keep until I'm, you know what I mean? I keep them for like months after the customs are done because I'm like, well, what if I need it again? <laughs> you never I realize how many different thing. shades of pink there are. <laughs> And so you have oh, yeah, I, you know, I have actually had people, like, 
send me like messages saying, um, what color peach is, you know, is heartthrob? What color pink is heartthrob? Right. <laughs> because I don't have that pony. Because, you know, I've posted pictures with my, my G1 collection. So people don't. Right. Might have quite a few. <laughs> and, and so I, I have actually lined up ponies of similar, you know, color to make kind color. of a color, oh, color that's chart. That's a good so idea. They can know that it's between, you know, Flutter Pony Lily and, um, and Lickety Split. That's a, that's a good idea. I mean, there are so many subtle color differences, too. Like, I'm just looking at my table right now, and I'm looking at um, candy cane molasses and happy tails, is this? toffles. You know, they're both that coral color orange, but they're not the same color. Yep. So it's like, you yep. know... <laughs> I would use, that's two totally different colors, but it would be great to have, yeah, that'd be great to just to have, like, sort of like a color wheel of ponies. Because I've tried to, there's yeah, a couple that I've tried to paint, and I did not get, you know, I did not get the body color right. And so they became something else, not what I originally intended, but it's just, yeah, yeah it's well, definitely Well, yeah, sometimes ponies have their own ideas about what they want to be anyway, though. Exactly. But, yeah, you never really realize how many variations of pink there can be. Oh, yeah. Until until you have to make a pink pony and you don't have that pony in your collection. <laughs> or you have it and it's in really bad shape and you're like, this is not a good model <laughs> for me. You know, so I have some Nirvanas well, I, who probably have seen better days, but. <laughs> oh, well, like, oh. Flutter ponies. Uh, I have two cloud puff ponies. And both of them have heavy duty discoloration and regrind. Mm -hmm. And I'm not entirely sure what the original color was anymore. Oh, yeah. She's terrible for it. I have have a bit one in the bait bin right now who's purple ish, even though it's not really purple. (laughs) Magenta purple, hot pink. And then her body is, you know, regrind, hot pink, splotchy. I don't know what color she is. I I couldn't probably couldn't match down if someone was like, "Can you make me a a unicorn that looks like Cloud Puff?" I'd be like, "I'll get close." <laughs> I can make you a Cloud Puff inspired. Exactly. That's why I love the word inspired. <laughs> Gives a little more freedom. I think if anybody asked me to do a cloud puff, I think I'd just, like, break out the airbrush. And <laughs> I would literally make it, like, three or four different that would be colors so cool. and purple. And I'd be like, hey, that's what cloud puff looks like. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what my cloud re- puff is all regrindy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wonder if a regrind pony would make an excellent zombie pony. I I can never make a zombie pony because I'm afraid of zombies, but I know there are people that do really great ones. Oh, yeah. Some of them are so detailed. It's crazy. 
I have never, I'm not really, I haven't really breached into the world of sculpting a whole lot. I do wings and, and horns and little little things, but not not anything as intense as, like, some of that awesome sculpting that you see on the zombie ponies with, like, the guts and the gore and, yeah, they're they're Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little intimidated by that myself, and I love to sculpt. <laughs> I don't own any zombie ponies, I think... I think they are a little bit scary for my collection, but <laughs> I still admire the the amount of work and detail and skill it takes to make them. Well, you know, I always vowed if I ever were to get a zombie pony and allow a zombie in this house, it would be from uh, Dark Angel Diana. I think she she is also Dianita Cerrone. Oh, but anyway, okay. yeah. I'm I'm a little terrified of 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 them, but I really want them to. It's very strange. <laughs> oh, I found I found the uh, tassels you did. Oh yeah, the baby tassels. Yes, the little the little carousel baby. Yeah, the baby circus fakies. I adore those. Those are one of my favorite baby fakies. Because I like doing merry-go-round ponies. They are so. They are. I feel like Hasbro should have used that mold. I guess it kind of looks like baby cotton candy or whatever, but not really. But I mean, come on, Hasbro. Baby, baby merry-go-round ponies would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. Oh uh, yeah, that's. They really missed the boat on that one. And I think I actually ended up using hair from a donor tassel just to just to keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing. Matching hair is way harder than people think it sounds. Even if you're bu- whether you're buying from Dolly Hair or if you're buying from um, Retro Dolls. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's hard to. I don't know how to describe, it, but it's hard to. I like to use. Uh, recycled hair like I love to use tails and stuff like especially when I'm making babies because they don't need that much hair so when I'm making like a vintage pony I like to use the hair but when you do that there's there's little to no chance that you're going to match that 30 year old tail you know if you run out you know and you don't have enough there's very little chance that you're going to match that and make it totally unnoticeable and I've definitely run into that before and had to pull all the hair out and start over (laughs) oh I love this uh, up baby up up in a way you did and baby sugarberry. Oh my gosh, sugarberry is right now the bane of my existence. Because <laughs> I'm trying to do a custom. Too. Yeah, I don't have her. I'm trying to do a custom of her, and it's one of those things where it's hard to do it justice if you just have pictures. It is, and when I do sugarberry i always have to have her in front of me because i really do try to of course there's not nearly as much body space on a newborn as there is on you know on the mom but i really try to to actually copy the patterns you know that they that where the berries are and stuff i don't think sometimes people realize that the twice as fancy ponies are like you know they take they take more than twice as much time. <laughs> you know, they take <laughs> oh, yeah. four times, you know, the amount of time because you've got to 
plan all those symbols. You know, make sure that they don't all get bunched up or too spaced out. Or I'm working on one right now that's like a of twice as fancy of a rainbow pony. So just made it into a twice as fancy, and it's hard to to make sure that you get all the all the symbols. You know, when you're when you're kind of flying free freehand there. So that one's you know yeah. that one's the learning experience when I mean, you have to plan it all yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like you do a great job color matching. Like, I'm looking at bubbles you did and, you know, all the mommies and babies you've done, and you seem to really have a knack for it. I think most of them get lucky. (laughs) You know, because I do have some that I'm not the biggest fan of you know, the way that their body colors match up. Like, <clears throat> I have a, I have like a baby um, Moonstone that I made. And, you know, she, Moonstone's another weird colored pony. You know, she's kind of gray and she's kind of blue and it's kind of hard to match. And the one I made, I think, personally, I think is a little bit too dark. But that's what, you know, you mix in a little bit more white and you you, you slap on another coat of paint. <laughs> Yeah. Keep going. So what is your favorite pony that you've done so far? I mean, you've done so many, and they're all beautiful. Do you have a particular favorite? I think my favorite is, well, it's probably my set of um, jewelry mommies that I made for the U.K., the UK jewelry babies, so ruby, diamond, and sapphire. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're coming to the fair with me. I'm hoping this is, this is the first year that I would be entering, like, the customs, you know, contest. Uh, I, I would like to enter those, those girls because they're some of my favorites. And I love that bride pose. I definitely think that that bride pose is super elegant and it doesn't get enough love, kind of like the walking pose. So, like, so many ponies look good. I think the bride pose, the reason why it doesn't get enough love is because I don't think very many people actually have it in person. And it is so much better in person. I just got my very first bride not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And when she came, I had no idea how awesome they looked. Yeah, I and so, I think the other problem is that the the eyelash princesses kind of give it a bad rap, you know, because not a lot of people dig the Groucho Mark, you know, princesses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's I'm not the only one that thinks that when I see those things. I yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I you think can repair their lashes the, though. Yeah, yeah. Take, take I have the, one from the weird um, eyes out. And, yeah, Sheena Henderson, Rugna on the arena. She uh yes. she was my swap partner and for a, a rehair swap and she made me a pink eyelash princess rehair. And she rehaired the lashes with like black and and lavender. And when they're new and they're rehaired and they stick up like those those hairy lashes, they look great. <laughs> it's just when they're all matted and you know after 25 years of being in a box. 
Well, and I, I have seen people take the eyes out completely and then use epoxy sculpt like when what people do with Betty by eyes. Oh yeah. Mhm. And and once they have normal bright eyes, they look fine. Right. I love you, I love D Betty by D Betty by eye whatever you would call that. <laughs> yeah. Taking their eyes out and replacing them with clay. I do that a lot because those babies talk about plentiful. I mean, those yeah. those bait babies are everywhere and. Yeah, they're kind of odd looking, but <laughs> well, I want to give them a new life. Them, people kind of they get they get a little scary. Oh yeah, especially when they get all rusted and you know they got that creepy orange eye looking at you that won't close. <laughs> <laughs> That's what nightmares are made out of. <laughs> and and because I am a particularly cruel person, when I take the eyes out, I like to like get a bunch of them in my hand and then go show my husband. Like, I, I, uh, I have a jar of them. <laughs> I have a jar that I just collect eyeballs in, so you're not alone. <laughs> oh, you have a jar of pony eyeballs. I do. It's it's building slowly. <laughs> That's I think neat. my husband once took a picture of my my customizing table. I had a bunch of pony heads on. I made these stands to, like, set the heads oh, yeah. on, you know, like, <laughs> these sticks and, and it, you know, in a clay base made of epoxy or, or a super sculpty. And my husband took a picture of it one day and posted it and said that it was a warning to all ponies who, who did not bow down to the reign of Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I keep mine on kebab sticks, and uh, I the last time I posted one, Somebody commented, like, Vlad the Pony Impaler. And I said, I was like, let this be a warning to all of you who do not take care of your ponies. This is what will happen to them. (laughs) So I have to ask you, do you ever at any point in the middle of customizing when you see all the rows of head kebabs and disembodied, you know, de-headed ponies, do you ever stop and, and ask yourself, Am I Sid from Toy Story? (laughs) (laughs) I have definitely had that feeling before when I'm, especially when I'm really trying to, to like, bait one, you know, you can't get its head off and you've got all your tools out and you're twisting and turning and the moment that you rip its head off, you're just like, yeah! Then you stop and you go, wow, I'm I'm really into this, you know. (laughs) I'm really too, too much into this, like, destruction of ponies. But it's all, you know, it's all for good reason. It's not like we're just throwing them away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that I'm like the, the old man from, like, Toy Story 2 that restores toys, but I have this this terrible feeling that I'm Sid. And I just want to know if anybody <laughs> else goes through that. I think definitely. <laughs> you got to wonder when you have um, a whole bunch of disassembled toys around you. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself, oh. it's just plastic. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a Rowdy Roddy Piper that I saved from from Enchantress, Shannon Andrews. Hmm. And she was going to turn him into a zombie. <laughs> I saved him. 
And now he's, st- he's sitting at my workstation waiting to have his no- nose re-sculpted on and be repainted. Aww. <laughs> so yeah, many I have not have quite conquered re-sculpting missing parts. I'm trying to work on, I have a drinking wet little baby whose back leg is just like hollow. You know, the whole back part of it is missing. <laughs> just like yeah. open. And I have a, the most adorable idea for him if I could get get his leg fixed and make it look just semi normal, <laughs> but I'm I'm not there yet. <laughs> Legs are amazingly difficult for something that seems so simplistic. Yeah, you think they were just kind of columns, you know, maybe with a little bit of flattening, not a big deal. But I have a much easier time sculpting you know, wings like that look like Hasbro's Pegasus wings than I do just trying to get this leg smooth. Yeah. Well, because they're one of those things that's deceptively simple. Where it looks so easy, but it's so, but it's also so easy to get a crease in the wrong spot that somebody looks at it and you just look at it and go, "Mm, that's off somehow. And they're, you know, there are so many people who are so talented with sculpting, and I'm still, every time I see a sculpted piece, I'm always just, like, drooling over them. I own a, a unicorn custom by uh, Got Bunny, Kim, Kim Sudgeon. Oh. And it is just, you know, it doesn't even really have all that much sculpting on it, but it has, you know, it has a very long sort of, you know, that sort of typical unicorn as far as, you know, like the last unicorn type type look to it. And it's just, it's so smooth and it's so, you know, you can't even tell that like the tail is, you know, sculpted and I just, you know, I look at those and I'm just like, someday, someday I will be able to do that. (laughs) Oh, Uh, there is another person on hold. Um, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go see who is on hold. Okay. Right? In, in, on okay. Our I wanted to ask you about this maniac custom you have. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you got her hair like this. Yeah, maniac was was really <clears throat> thing to make because I, I loved the fair pony when it came out and I know, like, I know she was kind of hit or miss, but I thought, how can I make her hair, you know, and I knew that they have, um, what is it, the can can of Kalon that you can dread, you know, I knew mm-hmm. that was an option, but I wanted to make it movable and sort of squirmy, so I actually just ended up rehairing her like normal, and I then I um, haired, like, rehaired some wire into her, and I wrapped her hair around the wire and, like, sealed the ends with with, uh, tacky glue and kind of, and her hair is completely movable. You can bend it in any any shape you want. And she she was really fun to make. I mean, I thought Maniac was was kind of an interesting girl. (laughs) Yeah. And just because this hair is (laughs) really wild. All right. Oh, yeah. So, uh. I, I I just chatted with the person who was on hold, and they uh, 
They said they were calling us back that someone called them, so I'm not sure what 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 happened with that. <laughs> hmm. Okay. But yeah, so I told the, when I told them that they had called into My Little Pony Talk, an online radio station, they're like, "Oh, um, okay. Well, <laughs> bye then." <laughs> but there is for people. Pandora, are you are you lurking somewhere? She does that. You are lurking somewhere. You sweet. I hear Pandora giggle. I wondered if you were going to notice. (laughs) Pony husband just entered the room. Everybody say hi, pony husband. Hi, pony husband. Hi, pony husband. Hi, pony husband. (laughs) Oh, all right. My boyfriend just got jealous. Everybody say hi to George. Hi, George. George. Hi, pony boyfriend. Pony boyfriend, yes. Pony boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Pandora, exactly how long were you lurking? Not long. I figured you'd notice that I was there when you noticed that there was a another caller calling in. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I was suspicious when I saw two My Little Pony Talks show up in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew I was that. the one, I was the regular one. And I wasn't sure if Blog Talk was doing one of its crazy technology things or if you had popped in and uh, so I checked the switchboard and that's when I saw that we had somebody on hold and it was only after they hung up that I actually counted all the people on the switchboard and there were four instead of three And that one of and that one of all four of them were listed as on the air, and I knew I hadn't let someone on on accident. So, <laughs> you sneaky, sneaky, sneaky! I try. <laughs> Well, Pandora, have you been following along? Do you do you have everything open on your computer? Are you at your computer? I'm at my computer. I have Blog Talk opened up. <laughs> All right, I'll put the link in the in the chat room again, so you can follow along with all the pretty pictures. And there are many pretty. Lots pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, so we talked about Ooh. your yeah, hey, pretty pictures. We talked pretty. about your favorite your favorite ponies mm-hmm. that you've done. What is mm-hmm. like? 
the one pony that you have the most regrets about? Um, well, I have a couple that I've kept for myself just because they didn't turn out that well. But I do have a pony that I made on commission that had some construction issues upon arrival. And that that one was a, like a baby hula hula. So we're talking like, you know, neon purple paint and all all the fun that comes with neon. <laughs> so she she any pony that is you know like majorly neon or glow something about them just doesn't <laughs> it's not always my favorite. So I have noticed that you have done some some great glow in the dark ponies. It looks like some of the tropical ponies glow. Have yeah, recently I did. Or... Mhm. I love that glow hair. Um, but those they were all done upon request. Um, and I made one recently with some glow paint. And I've made some in the past with glow paint. And I've learned very quickly that you know you have to do you have to paint something under your glow paint, or it's not gonna you know show up as an image. I made a Lady Gaga custom, um, which I don't think is even up there because it was a long, long time ago. And the request was that she was all glowy and, like, her hair glowed and she had the lightning bolt. And the lightning bolt was supposed to glow. And so, I mean, I was using a bow tie. And, of course, I started to paint glow-in-the-dark white, you know, thinking that I would make this glow-in-the-dark colored lightning bolt. And, yeah, nothing ever showed up. So I had to rethink that. You know what picture I really love in all your pictures? Hmm. It's in your mobile uploads. It's this great pictures of all your pony kebabs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heads, <laughs> heads and butts all up in the air. Oh, yeah. And it just gets some with eyes, worse and worse. Without. So many. There are always so many on the table. <laughs> That is pretty much what my workstation looks like, too. I am glad to know that I am not the only one whose workstation looks like that. No, definitely not. Chaos, you know, with glimmers of of focus is what would describe my work area. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I get frustrated doing one pony at a time, so I do like a million Oh yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes with you know, when you're when you're doing that and you're working on a lot of customs, I have you know, com- commissioned people who have commissioned me and in the weeks that I'm working on their customs, I may end up finishing some other customs that I've had on the table and sometimes I think people think that you know, those were started and finished right like right then or before their custom has been worked on. But I'm I'm the same way as you. I've got, you know, basically my, my mode of thinking is, well, if I'm painting one pony teal and I have an idea for another teal pony, why not paint all the teal ponies that I want at the same time? You know, yeah. And, and just work on a whole bunch because, you know, it is boring waiting for paint to dry. You want to do something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that. I mean, it's definitely watching paint dry is absolutely one of one of the hardest parts about about customizing is waiting for the paint to dry. I had to cringe a little bit that episode of Friendship is Magic with all the Pinkie Pies, <laughs> where their test was to sit there and watch paint dry. Right. <laughs> we know that. We know that pain and that torture. Yeah. <laughs> I applaud the real Pinky for managing to do it. <laughs> and refusing to stop, even when she's told to stop. Yeah. She's dedicated. <laughs> ever think you'll ever um, redo any of your your first custom to see, you know, what they what they'll look like with your current skill set. Um. Well, I actually have once I was thinking about it, my first custom ever, ever, ever. I actually still own, and I made it when I was probably like twelve, and I still own him. And of course, it was a boy pony, which I. Even when I look at him now, I'm asking myself, was he really bait? Did you bait an appropriate boy pony <laughs> to do this custom way back then? But it's a pony that I painted with, like, metallic red paint. I gave him some really, like, rough black hair that I probably got from, like, a Halloween wig. And I painted a black black widow spider on him and put a little rhinestone in the middle of it. And I think it would be cool to make which I call, you know, Daddy Black Widow, I think it would be cool to make, you know, him again just to, just to have, you know, a side-by-side, side, you know, from my childhood to now because there is a lot a lot of difference. But Yeah, I, I, I always... I like to see when customizers redo a piece you know, you know, do the same piece but a different time. Just, just because it is fascinating to watch artists. Oh, that's coming from outside. Okay, <laughs> hearing the weirdest sounds. Um, I think the kids are outside are playing stickball. Um, but um, to see an artist grow, and it's. So it, it's it's much easier to see if if they do the same piece, you know, several years later. Oh yeah, definitely. And like even you know, even doing the same piece multiple times, even in short succession, you know, like you just you get into like the groove of, you know, if you're painting, uh, you know, like a minty. You know, you get into the groove of paint and shamrock, so your second minty will probably be a little bit better than your first minty because you know you're you're kind of in that zone. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I <laughs> I was I, I'm rather amused by you asking yourself if you baited an appropriate boy pony because I know that over the years there's been some debate on on whether or not you should be baiting a boy pony unless they're oh, yeah. fully a bait like cancer ridden and all that. Mhm. And I know I from his to- eyes that he was a daddy apple delight, which does lend to me some 
some sigh of relief because, you know, da- Daddy Apple Delight does seem to kind of suffer with being white. And yeah. usually, you know, you know, he gets dingy or he's got massive body symbol rubs and stuff. So I can only hope that I wasn't so naive. <laughs> that I, I mean, I know even back then, of course, being a collector, I would never have baited a perfectly good pony. But was he restorable? I don't know. You know, it's hard to say. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I have baited a perfectly no, good apple delight to make a to make a daddy parasol. So, ah, daddy parasol, that's adorable. Yeah, I finally have a couple true boy baits that you know. Now that I have them on the table, and there's so many possibilities that I'm like, well, who do I want to make? <laughs> you know, sometimes. Sometimes you just you get a bait and you want to make it into something so bad and nothing nothing specific jumps out at you but you're like I want to make it something right now. Yeah, I I have a pony like that. I accident she got baited by virtue of the fact that I didn't realize that Dawn dish soap would ruin her. No, I was unaware. What did what does Dawn do? Well, apparently on the magic mirror pony or the magic message ponies it melts their symbol. Oh it may as well be acetone. They have such they they are so hard to deal with, like even just cleaning them with Yeah. Anything. So I thought Dawn dish soap because it's on most ponies it's fine. Right. But apparently not Magic Message Pony. So I had a perfectly good Wendy, and I was just trying to clean her up a little bit. And now she has no symbol, but her hair is perfect. Oh, yeah. And I've and always she's that really nice color. She's like that yeah. cool, you know, magenta or whatever. She's, yeah. And I really like the orange and yellow hair. So... I don't know who she she'll be now that she's not Wendy. And I, me personally, like I have not, I don't do a whole lot of you know totally random customs that are not Hasbro inspired. So you know sometimes I have ponies like like your Wendy, where it's like her hair is perfect, her body is great. She just needs like some sort of symbol that would complement compliment that and it's it's like if it's not a Hasbro pony it might take me like weeks to figure out months to figure out something to paint on her you know that that works yeah it's it's hard because like you know I I really do think sometimes these ponies have an idea of who they want to be oh and if they really didn't want to stop being who they were it can be really hard to find the name I think, oh, yeah, wow. and I, I think that found your oh, perfume puff sea ponies. Love those. Oh yeah, they're so funny. I love sea ponies. They're really hard to paint, though. Oh my gosh, <laughs> nowhere to hold on to them. Yeah, it's. I learned that I I made a custom baby sea pony, and and I didn't realize. I thought this will be so easy to customize. It only That's has a mane and have a tail. 
my pain and then is you on start the pain. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't hold yeah. on to this thing. Yeah, I painted. I have another bait in my in my bin that I haven't tackled, but I've done one adult sea pony custom that was like fully repainted, and yeah, it was um it was kind of a challenge to to figure out how to get that smooth and not not touch her, <laughs> not touching yeah. put fingerprints in it. Yep. Well, the these look really great. Ponies are cute. Oh, thanks. And I loved what I love what you did with the honeycomb hair. Oh yeah, she. Sometimes I and I I have more ponies like this. Sometimes you get, you know, you get rare ponies, or you get. I mean, honeycomb isn't rare as far as like you know compared to a real rare pony, but. For for the U.S. people, you know, she doesn't show up at a flea market usually and stuff. And sometimes I just get these. I have a I have a gypsy rehair and I have a honeycomb rehair. You know, and in my bait bin I've got like a a ring uh, a great hair ringlets or what, whichever one highlights. I'm not sure which one of the U.K. ponies. I've got her in the bin. Yeah. I've got a tutti frutti. I've got a baby sweet cake. And it's like sometimes you don't know what to do with these rare ponies. You don't know if you should just restore them or go alternate, but I, I kept, you know, I kept my honeycomb and my gypsy, so they weren't, they weren't for sale, but. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I ended up with a honeycomb in my bait bin, too, because she was missing most of her hair, mm-hmm. like, almost all of it was gone, except for a few plugs. Which isn't really and I did that big of a crime, because her hair is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she so could I be did a so pretty. Rehair too. But I always felt really guilty about doing a custom rehair on her because I'm like, but you know, she's not exactly a common pony. Maybe exactly. I should have just exactly. done, you know, just restored her regular. But I, I felt like she she looked too much like surprise. Yeah, she is surprised. You know, if you to me, I mean, if you just glance at her, I feel like you know, there's it's so hard to just let her have that same exact look as surprise. Yeah, I I think I think your your honeycomb looks really elegant. That sunlight color from from Dolly hair. I I love that that gold. That's, yeah. That's, I think it, it is that a great color. That color just shines. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like doing sunlight with um thick ocean. Oh yeah. I like that's a that's a really pretty color. Yeah. I like buying the, the you know, the colors that weren't really always used on the Hasbro ponies because sometimes they come in, you know, and they're just they're like perfect for some pony that you have. You know, but it was never a color that, you know, Hasbro used or anything like that. It's just a color that, you know, Retro Doll sells or Dolly Hair sells. And it's like, that's perfect for you. Yeah, I do most of my ordering from Retro Dolls now, but I used to order from, from Dolly Hair all the time. And I still I still really love that sunlight, starlight, moonlight color. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, and I I think they're I don't know if they're sold out still. I know for a while they were, especially on Moonlight, which that silver I used to use like all the time because that was like one of my favorite colors. That was one of the earliest colors. 
think my first hair colors that I ordered, and they were from Dolly Hair, were like the Death by the Gainville, or how do you say that one? Oh, like oh yes. I, I have got no that idea. One. I've never been able to pronounce it. Yeah, I just kind of winged that one. But that one, and of course I got some Water Nixie, because I was like, well, every like every pony in the world seems to have Water Nixie when you don't have any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think and I did a Primrose, a Princess Primrose with that Death by the Gainville, and that one was my first actual just straight rehair. But those are my first two colors, and, you know, that I still love that, that blend of, like, like, dark purple, you know, and some of the, the, the magentas and the, and the darker colors that they never really did use in the ponies. I think somewhere Hasbro got this idea that girls have to have pastels. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's such a theme. <laughs> well, it's funny now, too, because, you know, for the collectors and stuff, the ponies that maybe seem a little bit less girly in colors are the ones that are, like, getting higher in price, you know, like the blue ponies and the green ponies and the yellow ponies. The know, yellow ponies. You know, now the yellow ponies the have historically been crazy expensive. It took me forever to find a Diamond Dreams. Oh, yeah. And I love the yellow ponies. They're, like, some of my favorites, like... You know, like, but lemon, you know, lemon treats. She took me a long time to like hunt down a lemon treat, and she just never comes up. And I'm like, you know, really? Because how many, you know, molasses have I had, or <laughs> from the candy cane set? You know, it's like you never yeah. see lemon treats or lemon. Well, I guess then both of you are both gonna hate the fact that I have a diamond treat. <laughs> I have one now. I have her too. And it still has that new pony smell. Oh, that is some good stuff. Now that is the you pony know, I, that is in the Ziploc bag, and she is going to remain in that Ziploc bag so that I can just have the smell of a pony room without having one yet. <laughs> You know, one of the the, the most and one of one of the best pony presents I think I ever gave anybody was I had a mint in the box German um, tall tales, Mm. and I decided that mint in the box G one ponies just weren't for me. I kept having to fight the urge to unbox them, so I sent it to one of my friends who absolutely loves it and has been good enough to keep it in the box. But I just, I shouldn't be given mint in the box ponies. (laughs) I'm like the opposite. Even with the new ponies, like, even when when the G4s first started coming out, I remember that I bought, oh, that, that talking pink Celestia, you know, the first the first, like, talking one with the big fabric wings and stuff. And I brought her, and I was, like, talking to my fiancé, and I'm like, I really want to open this, but, like, I can't. Like, I cannot bring myself to do it. And he went to the store, and he got me another one. He's like, you were going to sit here, and you were going to open this one in front of me. (laughs) Like, we're going to get through this together. You are going to open this pony in front of me. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes they just kind of, like, 
can I please come out of the box? <laughs> that's I'll that's exactly good. why I don't look at my mint and mint box G ones. I'm like, I don't care what you say, you stay in that box. <laughs> now see the G four ponies I actually do buy multiples if 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 there's more than one of them at the store so that I, I so that I can keep one in the box and I can unbox the other one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's what's nice about having them in the store right now. It's like I uh I just recently got like the new Twice's or Cutie Magic Marks, whatever they call the Twice's fancy G4s. Yeah. You know, I got two Sky Wishes because I was like, I need to open one of these. <laughs> I need her. I need her loose and sitting on the shelf. Now I heard that they were doing a G4 high high flyer Pegasus you or the the, the unicorn you like. Oh man. Oh. And I and. Was- <laughs> they need to and do, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if really that need, was a What rumor. they need to do is do the the, you know, the six that inspired the the main six now. You know, like the Applejack and Sparkler and Firefly. They need to make those yeah. before. You know what I mean? They just need to do like a release or the you know of those because those would be so great. You know, I'm on the fence. I really want them to do Moon Dancer because they mentioned her in the first episode. But they oh, never yeah, showed they her. Twilight was going to her party. I second that. Well, Twilight was trying to avoid going to her party. Or, yes. uh, yeah, avoid going to her party. <laughs> well, they kind of are making a G4 um, Moon Dancer with the um, is it the play school set. Yes, the oh, play I need to find that play school set. Oh. At least they have the colors right on the play school set. See that? My only my only worry about them making a G4 Moon Dancer is I have a feeling that they'll screw it up. And then <laughs> and then I'd be pissed. Yeah, like if and they make her look like match, G3 Moon, Moon Dancer. Yeah. Because, that would be my fear. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hasbro's crazy, so. <laughs> we I, all I love the ponies, it. but. I want to draw them a picture of a rainbow. And then send them a couple photographs of rainbows and, like, mail it to them. Be like, this is what a rainbow looks like. Can we work on that? Yes, do not get her on about rainbow hair. She will just not stop. Already starting to make my brain burn now that we've brought it up. See, this is why there are certain subjects on this show that we must avoid at all costs. <laughs> oh, the rainbow! The rainbow! Do not make me put you in the <laughs> rainbow room. <laughs> rainbow! Anyway. Ooh, 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 ooh. I love what you did with this perfume puff um, of... Of, I never get the name right. I have an ornament of it. I have the pony standing in front of me. I'm I'm going. I'm going to go get my book. <laughs> the problem is, is like, if it's a G1 pony, I probably had a different name for it when I was growing up because I didn't always like to have some names. And and. I tend to remember what I called them when I was like 
you know, four rather than what Hasbro actually named them. Which, you know, I mean, considering they had Sunlight and Sunbeam and Starshine and Moonstone and Moondancer and Highflyer and Skyflyer and two rockets and... Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I feel like they got a little lax at the end there with... They got tassels and tassels and... Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, someone just went through, like, the dictionary and found all the verbs. Right. <laughs> Skyflyer, Skyflyer, your perfume puff of Skyflyer. Oh, yeah. The one that is her factory colors, but poof. <laughs> she's, my, yes. she's my army girl. So I have uh, 12, 12 different rehairs of her right now. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. she's my fave. She's my favorite girl. <laughs> Actually, you know, one of my favorite G four customs in my collection right now is a G four Skyflyer. I am I am the person working on making my own for myself because <laughs> I have, I don't have one yet, but I imagine it's adorable. I made a like a G three fashion size Skyflyer and she's like my favorite. Those G3 fashion sizes are, I love that pose, and I love their, like, the unicorns, and I love their eyes, but, oh, my gosh, they take forever. <laughs> they do. Um, I had to rehair a G3 fashion-style unicorn when I was making a a Celestia. Oh, yeah. And that took, like, three days just to do the hair. Oh yeah, I I definitely stopped when I ended like one one hank of hair. I'd be like, okay, I'm done with this for a while, because I mean they take like, I don't, I think mine took like four. Yeah. Just, I mean, and I would say that my rehair speed would be like, I don't know, maybe about an hour for like multiple colors in a G1. So you know, times four or five for that big one. That's a that's a long time to rehair, and I've had people when we were talking about price earlier. I've definitely had people say that like they would ask me how much like a fashion size custom would be, and you know you have to quote those prices higher because not only are you painting a lot more, but all that time to rehair. Oh yeah. Well, with it being a bigger pony all around, it's it's more time, it's more materials, it's it's more work. Oh yeah exponentially more work, especially because, you know, and those fashion sizes, they're, they're hard, too. So, like, you know, my least favorite pick pony is, like, inside, in between his legs, you know, on the insides of the legs because, like, if it's a hard pony, sometimes you can't can't always get in there all that well. Yeah, there's a pony on my table, and I thought she was finished. And then, like, when I went to photograph her out in the daylight, I saw that, like... I had missed a strip in between her legs. Right. Yeah, that's like the worst spot. Can you believe we have been on the phone almost two hours? I was just looking at that. That's crazy. Oh, is it really almost? It is. Mm -hmm. Didn't even realize the time. 
Yeah, because I've been here for 35 minutes now. <laughs> it does not feel like that much time has passed since uh, since we found you lurking. <laughs> lurking, lurking, lurker. <laughs> well, I figured I'd come on for a little bit after I had my little bit of me time. <laughs> What's me time like? I'm told it's nice. Not enough of it. (laughs) You see, that's the thing you don't have anymore now that you have Pony Baby. Yeah. (laughs) Pony Baby. (laughs) Yeah, I was telling Pandora earlier before the show started that, that Mother's Day is a ridiculous holiday because it's a holiday where your husband and your child or children attempt to do things that they don't actually know how to do to impress you. (laughs) And in doing so, create a huge mess that you will spend the next day or two cleaning up. (laughs) And you as a mom will personally be cleaning up. Isn't that the real gift, though? (laughs) (laughs) It's the gift that keeps giving. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I told my grandma, she's like, well, they just want you to have something to do. I'm like, I don't think you understand, Grandma. I have stuff to do, and I never get to do it because I'm too busy cleaning up. I I just, I I keep coming back to this, uh, this, uh, the swirl ponies in the bride pose and you made a baby in the baby ember pose. Oh yeah, the color swirl the color swirl babies. Yeah. <laughs> they were they are fun and also difficult. <laughs> I mean yeah, they work on the rest. Yeah, they are uh, without those are the, those are definitely ponies that like when they're not in front of me, there's no way I can paint them just from looking online at pictures. And unfortunately, oh, no, mine no. are in a in a back loading display case, and they are at the very front of that display case. So I don't really oh, I can't really get to them. <laughs> so I have one that's like I have the um, springy, the pink one. I'm working on trying to get her finished, but until I get until I get mom out of the case, I don't think I'll finish her. And I can't get mom out of the case until I move my mock fair table. <laughs> And I do like one of one of all your rehairs on here. I think my favorite is the G4 shining armor. Oh, thank you. Oh, the, yeah. the the regular hair in there. Yeah, because man, we waited all those years for a boy unicorn and we got troll hair on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little strip of glued in fur fuzz. <laughs> now, how did you yeah. For his mane, did you have to uh, punch your own plug holes for him, or? Yeah, I did, no, and we... he's got. I hey, think guys? he has. Okay, are you re- willing to come in now? I hate to end. I hate yeah. to interrupt. I just need to get kimono in real quick. Oh, we're yeah. about to lose the live audience. This is kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week.
Bye-bye. All right, there we go. Yeah, you have to get her in. She she, she is quite a diva. Trust me, <laughs> if you do not get her in, she... she <sighs> yeah, she's got a contract, and she goes to the union, and it's just the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. But so, yeah, this shining uh, armor looks really cool. Yeah, he, he's got like an indent, you know, like where his mane was, you know, when you rip it out. And I think I put four rows of hair across him because you've got to fill that huge face mm-hmm. and hide that dip in his for in, in like his, not his forehead, but his back head. <laughs> he's a weird, you know, he's a weird guy, I have one in my bait bin who's all, like, somebody colored on him with some pen, and you know, I can't wait to customize him, but I don't know. I don't know about painting that part and then having to punch all those holes and yeah, having all that paint flake off, you know, a possibility. Well, hey, Lindsay, welcome to Ponies After Dark. Awesome. Did you see him? He just looked up the back kind of like what the hell did you do to my bed? Uh-oh. I think Pandora's talking to herself again. I oh, know. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Yes. I, one of my favorite questions to ask customizers who come on the show is, do you have, like, a dream project? One that, like, you haven't started yet because... You just aren't quite sure how to how to do this thing that you want to do yet. Yeah, do you I have, have a green a, pony. I have a. It's actually not a pony. It's um, it's a a batat horse. So it's like the the big model horses that were like made around the same sizes for like American Girl dolls. You know, so it's a pretty big horse, and I desperately want to give him huge feathered pegasus wings, you know. So he would probably be like three foot by three foot, you know, around. He'd need a huge face. And I have no idea how to engineer that (laughs) or sculpt that, but that is like my dream. Oh, that would be really cool. If you ever make that, you have to come back on the show. Oh, yeah. If I ever get to it. When I bought that horse, I was carrying it around. I found him at a flea market and Three or four people came up to me and were like, can I see your dog? <laughs> That's how big he is. Oh, wow. Like they thought he was like a little dog that I was carrying in my arms. <laughs> I was like, it's a fake horse. <laughs> so many. You, you've done so many great customs. No, well, thanks. It's very cathartic to work on customs. I'm pretty regimented since I work I work part-time and basically well I work full-time I that's what I tell my parents I work full-time because I work part-time at the clinic and then I work the rest of my time on ponies <laughs> well it, these are just I just can't get enough of some of these I just keep scrolling up and down the page And uh, I particularly like the buff really unicorn. 
or the buff Pegasus. Which 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 unicorn? What? Which Pegasus? The the the, the one that's on the show that the bulky muscle one. Yes. Oh, both biceps. With, yes. Oh, yeah, but both biceps. With, with the yeah, with tiny talk- wings. <laughs> yeah, we talked about him earlier that he was he was made with a lanyard fakie, right? Yeah, I, like a bulky, a bulky body. This, well, I don't know, I don't know how to describe them, but they're definitely beefy, and they're yeah, they're yeah. they're fakie. No one well, else and, really and, has and the, the, lanyard, the muscle power. Well, the lanyard fakies are 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 perfect for both biceps because the, their butt is lower than their shoulders, which really gives the illusion of the super bulky front. Oh yeah, like that big you know V shape with the big chest and. He was made to be played with too, but for for a little girl. So I had to kind of sculpt those earrings like against him and his wings against him because I wanted this little girl to be able to, you know, well, you know, hold him and play with him and not have all that stuff break off. Which is, I don't know if it's yeah. truly possible, but I tried. Well, and gotta figure his wings are very close to him. Anyway, because they're about the size of um Scootaloo's wings. Yeah, yeah. He's got like he's got like infant wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always I was always confused by that because Scootaloo has little wings, but they're much more proportionate to her body size than say both biceps. They can fly. And Scootaloo can't. Actually he yeah, can barely like... fly. If you notice, he can barely get himself up off the ground. <laughs> well, yeah, but Scootaloo can't fly, is my point. Both Psyducks can fly a little. <laughs> I don't think Hasbro well, was thinking that through. She's still, she's still learning. I she's think, I, I think I'm going to have to uh, just claim an MST3K. Thing and say it's just a show. I'll just relax. <laughs> relax. Uh, I love, love some of these pictures. All of, most of them. I have. I'm probably pretty far behind on uploading some stuff. I've I've finished finished a couple more commissions recently and one of the things I was working on is repairing eyes, you know, like when their eyes are scuffed. Talk about oh, yeah. mix, mixing colors like we were talking about earlier. Matching that eye color for the middle is crazy frustrating sometimes. Well, and what the, for me the hardest part is actually the eyeliner and the the black part of the eye, the 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 pupil, right? Because it's not always black, and even when it's no, black, it's yeah. not actually black. You know, it's a really dark gray, or it's a brown, or it's lavender, or it's yeah, super just, dark navy. The uh, the baby palm tree that I rehaired, I needed to fix her eyes, and when I was mixing up that color, I was basically mixing brown and dark gray to match her color. Like, her eyes aren't even close to black. 
I was yeah. like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is just... And I think the average person, like, if, if a person doesn't customize, I don't know if if they're really fully able to appreciate how difficult it is to make really great customs like this, especially like Hasbro customs where everybody has an idea of what they, of what they look like, you know? Yeah, exactly. And make them look like what there's people... There's a standard, you know, that people... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they've, if they've, you know, if their favorite pony is, is bow tie and, you know, they want a newborn bow tie, well, you know, they're going to have a pretty high expectation for that bow tie to to look just like mom. Yeah, and and like I said, your color matching that you do on these ponies is really so, so spot on. And, and well, as someone you. who also enjoys doing Hasbro Customs, I, I can only tip my hat to you because I know how hard it is to get the colors to match that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's just, like I said, I feel like most of the time it's just luck and eyeballing it. and I can't tell you how many SBRs I've taken off, you know, my hands covered in acetone sticky paint going that was not the right color so definitely trial and error but as i said i i tend to save all these little jars of paint that i've mixed up you know i've got my my windy my windy gray and you know my parasol peachy pink and what if i need to make another one (laughs) yeah and i have to say my favorite full body repaint that you did is definitely this this uh, wi- rainbow windy unicorn baby unicorn because if if I didn't know that there wasn't actually a baby pony in the right color for that I would think that that was factory. Oh well, that's awesome. That's what I that's what I go. That's my goal, you know. Of course, but as it was said, we're always our own hardest critics. So you know. <laughs> Well, just just know when 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 you go off criticizing yourself that you at least have fans on My Little Pony Talk who think you're you're a color genius. <laughs> well, I yes. appreciate that <laughs> very much. I agree too. Well, thanks. I do I do really appreciate it because, like I said, when I was first collecting, I loved customs just so much, and I just. Never really was sure that I'd be able to make my own customs, and I mean, here we are. <laughs> well, what is your uh, since you, you since you are one of the customizers that um, does seem to to do to work with fakies as well as Hasbro ponies? What is your favorite fakie to customize? Definitely those Dollar General newborns because they come in so many great colors and they look just like newborn ponies. They're definitely my favorite because you know it's so easy to to get like a like I made a baby nightlight German baby nightlight 
And that was only simply because I got a DG baby that was like the exact same body color without having to paint it or anything. I, so I'm always like, ooh, DG babies, yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> that, is, that is a benefit because for some reason, primary colors like blue and yellow are a pain in the butt for full body. Oh, yeah. Especially I, yellow. I, uh, I've been conquering my, my, not fear, but like my battle with yellow slowly, but red, I still have issues with red too, because it's like, I've been trying to paint one of my big giant projects that will probably never get finished as I started to do Monster High Ponies, and I'm trying to make like a Gulia, and just red, it just, it made me be red for real. <laughs> yeah, mine is blue. It's just something about trying to get a, an even look with dark blue. Like if it's a light blue that has a lot of white in it, it seems to go on more evenly. But if if, if I want a dark blue or a medium blue, it, it seems to always be so transparent. Yeah, and there, like I, dark purple like really dark purple too I noticed that with it seems like seems like it covers well but then when you sort of look at it in the light you can sort of see right through it yeah do you ever feel like you were lied to about what colors make what colors (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) because I used to try and make my own purple and I stopped doing that like by mixing red and blue because it just never came out right I now buy different purples, and I will mix other colors with stock a stock purple. Right, yeah. Yeah, I definitely had to get out of just running to the store to buy every single paint color because I realized that not every single paint color I need exists pre-made in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> or at least not at my local, in my local hobby shop. Ooh, excuse me. Well, it is, it is probably getting late for Summer Blade, and maybe yeah. for you guys. So it, since we are into Ponies After Dark, maybe we should uh, maybe we should, should wrap up the show, and hopefully you'll be willing to come on and talk with us crazy people again in the future. We, we, we always love repeat visitors. Oh, I would love to. This was great. I love talking to you guys. This was Super fun. And hopefully it will not be during a busy time where I will actually be on for more <laughs> than an hour. <laughs> well, you know, at least she got to, to be be on with you for like an hour. You remember I still have never have never met um I think I got to be on the air with Pony Genie briefly. But I never did get to talk with Little Alley Cat. Well, we'll have to find out if we put together a show where everybody's on. That would be awesome. (laughs) We can call it Pony Talk. Co-hosts on caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) And the host just sitting back, just letting... Everybody else do the talking and 
You know, I do still have my suspicions that that really you take all this stuff that we talk about and you log it away to blackmail us for ponies later. I know one day I'm going to get a blackmail letter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, so so th- this has been My Little Pony Talk with the lovely and talented Lindsay Sunshine Buck. Thank you guys for having me. And with with all of all of the hosts, me, Nikki Sukinoko, Summerblade, and eventually Pandora, all on Hello. the air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, thank you so much for coming on and and doing this last minute. You know, thank you. Not everybody, oh, yeah, no, not everybody's able to answer the call like that. So. Very, I appreciate it. For very few people. I have never gotten somebody to answer the call that quickly. <laughs> well, you guys can count on me. <laughs> well, awesome. So you guys have a have a, have a good rest of the evening, Pony Night Night. Good Pony night, everybody. night. Bye. Pony night nights. Pony night nights.